Welcome, everybody, to this, the fifth episode of the Into the Fog podcast. Into the Fog, a weekly episodic podcast focusing on discussion about our favorite game, Dead by Daylight. Before I go on, I want to say the Fog Whisperers stole our hashtag, okay? We've been recording this podcast since six months ago, like January time frame, okay? So Into the Fog, that was ours first. Anyways... I am Running Man, full-time DVD streamer, Killer Main. I stream six days a week. I play Killer Only. I play on all four platforms. Hi, nice to meet you if you're checking us out for the first time. I'm joined, as always, by my sidekick, best friend, Red Panda. Introduce yourself, Dan. Dan Hurry, Survivor Main, Flash Clicking Main, Teabagging Main, dude. Original hashtag Into the Fog Mains, dude. Yeah. Back at it again. <laughs> Original hashtag into the fog. I love it. Yeah, so Dan Dan pretends like he's a survivor man, but if you've been checking out his live stream, which we're both full-time live streamers, by the way, uh, links in the comments, uh, Dan plays a, a ton of killer these days. And this is true, correct, Dan? True. Tombstone Myers Insidious is kind of my favorite. I kind of like it a lot. So what, what brought on this, uh, before we get into the meat of the episode, like what brought on this recent wave of killer passion? My friend, I feel like Survivor's really fun, but there's that that, that 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 little hidden wanting to control the game, dude. Wanting to choose who's on the hook, who's not on the hook, who lives and who dies, and that killer scratches that itch quite well. So your inner alpha comes out. And you want to? You finally want to? You finally want to play the power role in Dead by Daylight? The I power get role. The power role. Survivors are the real killers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, I know we haven't been around much. We're very sorry for that. We're going to make it a habit of returning to the weekly episodic podcast in our advertised weekly episodic podcast. Uh, today's episode probably won't be too long. We're just going to hammer a couple of things real quick. We're going to talk about the Billy slash Cannibal changes. We're going to talk about the recently announced new tome for next week. And we're going to wrap up on the new performance-based MMR matchmaking system which oh boy we're gonna have some fun talking about that i know that the billy cannibal changes are kind of old hat we won't spend a lot of time on it but we we suck and we haven't done a podcast in like two months so we really haven't gotten a chance to share our thoughts and it'd be really nice if every 30 seconds when somebody comes in my chat and is like what do you think of the changes to the billy and the cannibal i could just link the podcast so we're gonna do that today so uh take us away Dan, first things first, Billy Cannibal. Uh, do you want to touch on the original changes and like how we felt, and then we kind of follow up on the secondary changes, and then give like a full wrap up of where we're at? What do you think? Yeah, that sounds really good, dude. All right, so mm -hmm. snap thoughts. Original hillbilly changes. They they added the the cooldown mechanic, or the overheat mechanic. Um, what are your thoughts on the overheat mechanic? I feel like the overheat mechanic is just like, I mean, we, we, we both know the base kit was like, it was kind of perfect in its own way. The only thing that was too strong was the add-ons, and I feel like most people would agree with that. I feel like it was weird because I always figured Billy was hard to get people in chase. Like, he could get from point A to point B really fast. They wanted to eliminate that. They're like, hey, well, now we want you to overheat before you get there. And that's, that's kind of a weird concept to me. Yeah, I think that like I could definitely agree with that. Like when I when I first read about the overheat meter, I was, I mean, I, I have been notorious, so much so that I have been harshly criticized for being too 
positive about everything that happens like change wise and being able to rationalize and, and explain where every change is coming from. But when I saw the overheat mechanic, I, I legitimately did do like a slight face palm. I don't, it feels to me just like a change to make a change. And, and I, and I don't understand it. I don't understand why it's necessary. Um, I think that, and, and there are very few things that the, the, the bulk of the community agrees on, but like, I feel like, and again, I only have one perspective, one life I'm living but I feel like so many people have always said, said like Hillbilly's the perfect killer. Like just kit wise, base kit wise, there's like there's risk, there's reward, there's skill required. And and really the only issues came down to, to add-ons. And so adding an overheat mechanic, it just feels like overly cumbersome, overly complicated. And and, and the beauty of Hillbilly was in the simplicity. And then now there's just I don't know, it just feels like the overheat mechanic is 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 just I don't know, man. It just feels like, again, like making it complicated just to make it complicated. Now, the original, the original overheat mechanic was um, pretty punishing. Did you get a chance to play it on the PTB, Dan? I played the original, but I didn't get a change. I didn't get to play the new change. The original one just felt very oppressive. But from what I could tell, it looks a little less oppressive. Like I saw some numbers. And I know I think you doubt it by like like a like a fraction. Like it won't it won't overheat as fast, or if you're feathering. Yeah. So apparently it's like sixty percent less overheat than before, after the changes. So that's actually quite quite a big change, actually. Yeah, pretty substantial. And then again, I I didn't I didn't try the new the new one either. I mean, apparently it's dropping on the twenty eighth, which is in six days. So I'm kind of more of a I'll try it when it's live. And I've been like living on console lately, but. Um, it seems like yeah, it's gonna be. It's like feathering the chainsaw generates roughly sixty percent less heat than before, and then apparently the chainsaw begins cooling down the instant the chainsaw sprint ends, and the heat dissipation rate is gonna go from minus three point five to minus five. So yeah, I guess heat management is apparently gonna be easier. We'll see when it goes live, but again, like I'm kind of in the in the stance of I wish that they would just leave it alone and change the add-ons. So, I don't know. We'll have to see how Billy looks and feels. I was never a huge Billy player. Honestly, like, I play him. I play every killer. But, like, Billy was not on my... Very high on the favorites list. But, I don't know. The thing is, like, I'm already not huge on playing Billy. And then if he, like, he's more cumbersome and requires more management, then there's a good chance I'll be playing even less Billy. So, we'll see. But, whenever a door, whenever a door closes, a window opens. Right, Dan? Yeah, because Bubba's getting a buff. Bubba's getting buffed. Our boy is going to be dangerous. Now, did you get a chance to try Bubba on the PTB? Dude, I didn't, but I saw a lot of people playing him, and he seems, like, awesome. Like, he seems way better. Right? Yeah. I mean, the videos I watched and the the streams I watched, I got a chance to see. Um, He seems super strong. I, uh, I, I particularly enjoyed watching Dowsey play and how he explained that basically, like, the nemesis play with your food build is, is going to be irrelevant because he already just motors around pallets. And uh, I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to playing him. He's he's always been, as of right now, with his current state being so low on the power scale, he's still my second favorite killer in the game. And so I'm excited to see like what it looks like to go go live with. I mean, they apparently on the on the follow-up to the um on the follow-up to the original PTP patch, they said they're going to kind of just stick with the cannibal the way he is. 
They made a small change to the tantrum meter, I guess. It only increases when the power button's being held. So uh, you won't end up in a tantrum when you're trying to put your chainsaw down, trying to turn it off. So that's cool. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. How do you like the add-ons? What are your thoughts on the, the add-ons? One that, the, the one that lets you, when you knock down a survivor, it rep, uh, replenishes your charges. The iridescent flesh one looks really good. Like I kind of want to farm these before it goes live, just so I can spam it, dude. Looks real fun. Yeah, I have been. Um, I've been playing a lot on the console accounts, but when I do spend points on PC, it's all been going into Leatherface. Like I'm super excited to try out some of those new add-ons. They look really fun. Um. Yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens here. Coming soon. The 28th is what? Next Tuesday? So a little, little under a week. We'll be trying it out on live. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. So following up on that, um, next week we will also be getting a new tome. The tome is called Conviction, and it states, It is in our most trying times that we must hold on to our humanity with unwavering conviction, lest we become the very thing we hate tome four conviction is coming next week to the archive so i feel like tomes usually come out what wednesdays yeah wednesdays okay okay tough crowd excited about it looking forward to it dan are you pumped are you fired up are you, uh, are you... i mean the, the tomes i mean i play this game so much i don't even do the to i honestly like it's good content it's nice for people that don't play as much but you know we hit level 70 so fast yeah i definitely I definitely finished my battle pass or finished my, my, what is it called? What are they, what is it actually called? Are the these, rift, the rift. Battle pass? No, it's called the Rift. Oh, rift the rift. rift. Yeah, I finished, I finished my Rift podcasters, by the way, professional podcasters. I finished my Rift uh, before I ever finished my tomes every single time. Like, I just play so much. So I'm in the same boat, but I, I like the tomes. I mean, anything that gets you extra VP is nice, right? Solid. True, true, true. I think I'll save up my tomes this time for the next killer. I've never done that before, but I think I'll save up intentionally because I don't need – I'm 100% everything on PC, so I don't need to spend points on anything, so I can save it for the next killer. Which, God help you behavior if it's Chucky. I swear to God, I'll quit the game. Chucky, oh my God. 7,000 hours in the game, 7,000 hours, four platforms, full-time streamer, partnered on Twitch. I will quit your game if you release Chucky. Don't make me do it. Don't make me quit, please. I'm begging you. All right. So, Tome, not a whole lot going on there. Um MMR. MMR is our last subject. So they announced it months ago, right? They told us, hey, we're going to be doing performance-based matchmaking. Uh, some people celebrated. Some, most people rioted and complained. Weird. But it is now actually happening. Um, the, the matchmaker, the MMR is um is live on xbox the test is like the test run and uh yeah I'm, I'm curious i'll ask you first dan your thoughts on mmr and then i'll go into i have i actually can share i've been playing for the last couple of days on xbox to test it out and i've got some stuff to share you know what i want to do now i want to um i want to solo queue on a brand new account rank 20 and just try to escape every game and see how the mmr acts that sounds like it'd be really interesting and really like good content. I feel like I need, but in theory, it just it should make everything better. If you're just really good, you should get even better players. Which, if you're playing to win, that's what you want. You want a challenge. So it sounds like a good concept to me. I haven't tried it much, but I look forward to trying it. Right. Okay. So, I'm 
of the mind, and this has always been who I am as a person. I'm of the mind, like, instead of prejudging it and assuming that it's going to be ass, let's give it some time and see. Um, for the longest time, everybody's overwhelmingly been negative about the rank system. I mean, it doesn't matter what they do to the rank system. No matter how easy or hard it is to pip, like, ranks continue to me- seem to mean nothing. And so I say if they want to try an MMR system, go nuts. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Um, except that there are some things that could happen that are the worst. And I'm going to talk about them now. <laughs> okay, so they've been testing it in in, in select regions on the Xbox One uh, for the past few weeks. And they were excited about the results. So they released it. They rolled it out, right? And it's like it's go- it's live now on the Xbox. Um. And they're going to continue to test it. And then if it goes well, they're going to roll it out everywhere. I am an Xbox player. And I'm an Xbox player who, over the last couple of weeks, has been around in purple ranks. And so I was, I've was i been able to test it out. Um, so far, the only really major noticeable change I've had is the queues are way longer. And that, to me, is like the worst case scenario. Right? I realize that Matchmaker is struggling on PC mightily. But, like, that was the last thing the console had left for me was the fast queues, man. And, like, as soon as they, they, they went live with the, with the wide-scale MMR, my killer queues have, like, doubled on Xbox. Which is still not bad compared to PC right now, right? It's, still, it's only a few minutes a game, but I don't know. That scares me, dude. And it, to me, it, it, it makes me feel like the more they pare down who they match you with, like, the harder it'll be to find matches. So... In theory, yeah, that's how that works. Like in League of Legends, or when I used to play like quite a lot, when, before they had the autofill feature, you would wait 30 minutes to an hour for a game just in queue. It's kind of right. insane. And I mean, I guess we don't really have any insight as to how the MMR internally works, but like as somebody who plays 6, 8, 10, 12 hours a day of DVD, um, I'm going to be high above the average in terms of matches, right? And like, am I actually like, boosting my mmr too much too fast and then like i'm gonna end up in some matchmaking pool with a lot of people that haven't had a chance to like build up that yet i don't know i guess it's a kind of impossible to know without actually understanding how the the calculations work right i don't know it's just it's pretty weird i'm a little nervous i'm a little nervous but we'll see how things play out my my games today on stream i had I only had one game with four red ranks in it. And I'm, a perp- I'm like, and again, like the ranks don't matter, right? They're not using them for matchmaking. But MMR wise, I only matched up with four reds once. And then I, I had a lot of games with like a red, purple, and two yellows. Or like there was a game, I had a really, you, I think you were around for this, I had a really funny game where I had a rank 18. That was like, so I had a player in the game was a Claudette with a flashlight and she was like clearly an experienced survivor, very good looper, very good flashlight user. Um, I also had a Kate in the match who seemed to be struggling, seemed to be a newer player. And somebody in the chat was like, this is completely, this is why the MMR system is busted. Look how good this Claudette is and look how bad the Kate is. Like rank one shouldn't be playing with rank 20s. Get into the post game. The Kate was like rank four and the Claudette was like rank 18. It's insane. It's crazy. The one that was a god player, the one that knew what she was doing, was a rank 18. The one that looked like she had no clue was a red rank. Okay? So, ranks are weird, man. But, like, 
It feels like, to me, a little vindication and validation that MMR is working somewhat as intended for right now. True. Anyways, so MMR is going live. It's live now on Xbox. We'll continue to to monitor and get feedback. You know, I'll give feedback where where it's where it's received, and then here in the next few weeks, they should be unlocking it everywhere. Once the patch comes out next week, they're going to lock you into your killer when you queue up, which I understand because they're going to be doing individual killer ranks, right? But is that going to happen? Yeah, you haven't heard about that. No, what is that actually going to happen? Hundred percent. So in the next day, with the upcoming mid chapter update, we are no longer allowing killers to switch their character while searching for a match or once in a lobby. This will allow the new matchmaking system to track player skill with each killer individually and match them against more appropriately skilled opponents. So if you're a god tier oni, but you fun actually for survivors. Wow. What do you mean? Because. Because that means you can get a lot of people that are really good at Forever Freddy and their red ranks, and the survivors are going to have to deal with that. And if, that's, that's kind of weird to me. That's like an insane concept to me. So that's like killers get way more benefit out of that than the survivors do. That's kind of crazy. Right. So basically, like, if, I, if I'm an Oni main, I play nothing but Oni all day, and I decide I want to play a clown game for the first time ever, uh, when you queue up as clown, you're going to get, like, Pretty much brand new players or low MMR players, or if you play a lot of clown but you get shit on a lot, you know you'll end up with easier games. What I feel like that's going to do, individual killer ranks is going to do, is if you're a good survivor, you're only going to face top five now. Like if you thought you faced top five a lot before, like if it's a, if it's if the matchmaker goes strict on MMR, right? Who are you going to be facing? That's a that's crazy. I, I don't even know what I can say about that. It's such a bad. It's so bad conceptually. Like it's so one sided. Actually, that's yeah, great. Like it, good for killer mains, right? You want to go around and pick different killers, and but but then by the time they're like, yeah, I do want to play spirit at, at a really high level, and then the, the, those survivors will only get spirits, only gonna get Freddy's, only get that's top so, five. Yeah. Right? You're only gonna see top five for the most part, and then I mean, I blown right now. Holy crap! I didn't. I never thought they'd go through with that. Oh my god! Actually, yeah. holy. Yeah, this was announced like two days ago. Yeesh. Yeah. Anyways, so now that I've uh, ruined Dan's sleep for tonight. True. I, uh, by the way, I want to announce I'm going full killer man with that news. I'm so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Forever yeah, Freddy only. And in a hurry. Twitch.tv, Forever Freddy only. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Okay, so... Anyways, that's gonna that's gonna basically wrap what we've got for now. I understand this is a short episode. You're probably looking at the timer and saying like, "What? They talked for like 20 minutes." But here's the thing, okay? We've been slacking, we've been cutting back, we've been we've been having a hard time lining up schedules, but we've got a plan of attack moving forward. We're gonna come back with a lot of piping hot, tasty content. I promise you, we're gonna have guests again. We're gonna come up with more than just a few quick key subjects to talk about better content, more content moving forward. We wanted to get an episode out because we keep saying we're going to get an episode out. And Dan told me if we didn't do one today, he was quitting. <laughs> he literally told me if we don't release an episode today, I quit. And so it's I, dead. I think it's gone. It's dead and gone. So we love you guys. We appreciate the support. Um, we're going to keep on working on content. So we'll have another episode out next week. Probably not until towards the end of the week. Uh, we want to get a chance to, to play the new patch. I test out the new patch 
I would like to do a little bit of talking next week about the new tome and Rift. And so I'd like to get a chance to see that first. So expect an episode next week towards the end of the week where we uh, where we cover more of the stuff from the patch. I don't think there will be a lot to cover, right? If we did an episode next Monday, nothing's really going to happen between the next five or six days, right? True, true. Uh, we'll discuss that more later because even if we do get it like on Wednesday, that might give us a chance to try a little bit of Leatherface, a little bit of Billy. Uh, we'll, we'll talk it over. Yeah, we'll talk it over and we'll get you guys an episode. We'll have something more concrete. We're going to legitimately, instead of just saying we're going to get something set up, we're going to legitimately get a concrete schedule for recording. Dan's kind of leaning towards Wednesday, I feel like, and he just mentioned Wednesday again, so that feels like he's leaning towards Wednesday. So you guys may expect to see episodes out on Wednesday rather than on Monday. Um, we also, I would like to, t- at some point, we'll cover Hexy's Best of the Best tournament, which is um, a subject we have talked about on the podcast in the past. Esports um, tournament gameplay uh, is something that people in this community are passionate about and a lot of people are skeptical about, but... It feels like with the amount of hype, $15,000, last I checked, was what uh, Hexy raised for that best of the best tournament, which is like more than the official tournament that they did had in prize pool, which is insane. And that's one individual fundraising for one tournament, right? That's That shows me what kind of passion the community has for competitive DVD. And when you got minds like his, you got minds like Dowsy, you got these guys that are like organizing, you got the best players in the game are all super hyped about it. Um, It really kind of gets me excited about, obviously I I don't think of DBD as a viable option for true competitive esports, but something like a a grassroots, like indie tournament series seems really, really cool. I know Polyester's got something going on as well. And then Streamloots is doing little tournaments too. So, I mean, there's a little bit going on. We'll talk a lot more in the future about um, about competitive and, and where DVD fits into that whole competitive quote unquote esports landscape, right? It's exciting stuff. So, lots of stuff coming up. But uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you guys watching the streams. You guys can catch us both live streaming on Twitch. I'm at Twitch.tv/slash Running Man. He's at Twitch.tv/slash Dan in a Hurry. You'll see our links in the in the bio. Uh, Dan, do you have any parting thoughts? Any nuggets of wisdom you'd like to leave these folks with? If you're from YouTube, if you're from Spotify, if you're from anywhere else, and you think, hey, I don't have a Twitch account, maybe I'll make one. Right? Follow Running Man. Follow me, Dan and Hurry, at twitch.tv, both of us. Be like, hey, like the podcast. Liked it a lot. I'm from here. And we'll be sure to make more episodes. No problem. Easy peasy. Hell yeah, dude. So with that, uh, we are signing off. Thank you. I appreciate you listening. And we'll be back probably on Wednesday. Bye.